What's the matter, Charlie? Afraid I'd never come over without being invited first. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're quite right. Of course, uh, now that I've been made welcome, I'll probably drop by quite a bit. In fact, anytime I feel like it. <laughs> Bend over. I have got the rubber gloves. It's that time again. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Films. You don't know what to say after someone says that to you, right? No. No. <laughs> no, no. See, everyone listening, you do not recognize Dave or Justin's voice because it is that time of the year again. I am up north celebrating happy times with my cousin Eric. Hello. Every time... You and me do a pod. It's great. We know there's a horror movie coming. We Absolutely. know there's going to be some uh, some excitement. Yep. And we're going to talk some uh, some toys. And a dog and barking gonna, in the background. We're always hear a dog barking in the background. <laughs> My apologies, everyone. That's rowdy. You guys know if you've been to the shop. I can cut most of it out. Anyway, All right. So Very good. That, I'll, I'll be a surgeon with some barks <laughs> unless we're talking over it. Yeah. Uh, so how you been? Good. How about you? I've been awesome. Living the dream. I'm living. I'm living the dream. Also, just to come up here and see how other people live the dream. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying. If those who <laughs> have listened to previous pods with me and Eric know that Eric owns a toy shop up in the Eastern Massachusetts, and it's epic and has basically every toy from every kind of decade. Just about you know, go back to about the uh, mid '70s and have all sorts of awesome stuff from Star Wars, GI Joe, modern. Uh, vintage, everything. A lot of good comic books there, video games. A little bit of everything. I spend more and more money every time I come up here, but I always come back with an epic kind of haul. So, yeah. yep, we've just been doing that. Absolutely. Good times. I'm excited that of all the horror movies we get to talk about, we get to talk about one of my favorite mm-hmm. ones of all time. Also one of your favorites. Yep. It's on your top. Definitely. Top uh, 100, if not top. Oh, it's way higher than that. It's way higher than that. Probably top 10. Top 10, really? Yeah. I love this yeah, movie. Me too. So we're obviously we're going to talk a little Fright Night today. Yep. And I've always been a massive fan. Uh, the cover of yep. it, the poster, yep. scared the shit out of me. Me too. As a child. I, I saw that in the video stores. I always thought that it was like wrong that they could even have it on the cover. It seemed like yeah. it was too scary for kids because yep. it frightened me. And you get to see that face at the end of the movie. Yeah. And strange enough, by... Marcy Darcy. <laughs> exactly. Mary with children fame. Oh, yeah. But, as always, I have some interesting stuff before we get into the meat of the, the Fright Night, kind of uh, what's happening in the movie and the, the lore and everything like that. I want to go into some of like the cast and the crew and then tell you a little bit about the trivia. The... Uh, Apologies. The dog, <laughs> the dog wants to play right now. He's been like dormant all night. No, Give that's cool. one second. going. I gotta go through my stuff here, anyways. All right, William Ragsdale yep. is the really the star of the movie. Well, that's arguable, I well, guess. There's really like there's, there's, th- there's four or five. There's three for in sure. there, but three for sure. Yeah, and William Ragsdale is one of them. Yep, agreed. Now, I'm not sure. Did we see this before we saw Herman's Head, or did we? No, see this is way before Herman's. This head. was way before Herman's, Herman's Head. Herman's Head was like '89. This is '87, yeah. I think. You get two years, maybe yeah. maybe longer. And I loved Herman's Head, man. And that's a TV show that you can't very find underrated. anywhere. Man. Yeah, 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 very underrated. Yearly Smith, uh, Yearly Smith. Yeah, Hank Azaria. Yep, was in it. Yep. Uh, that fat guy from uh, Armageddon. 
Yeah, I like that's him. what I know him as. Yeah. And the girl, she was in um, Better Off Dead. She played the French girl. Better Off Dead. She was in that. Yeah, really? she was the you know okay. John Cusack's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. The, the she was she was the sensitive yeah. one in his head. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's oh been so man, long it was great. I saw it on TV. I've never on. seen that Inside Out Disney movie, but it looks like a straight up rip rip off a Herman's head. That's what I saw. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's interesting. But William Ragsdale, that's where I know him from. But uh, he, he, we also knew him from Fright Night 2. And yep. I love Fright Night 2. Not as much good. as I love the first one. No, no. Not but it was a, still pretty good. But it good was still really good. Yeah. You got to see William Ragsdale and and Roddy McDowell together. And just that alone yeah. uh, was worth it for me. Yeah. And I liked what they did with the, the Jerry Andrews' sister and yep. some of the cool kind of- The werewolf. Different, yeah. The werewolf he and was different fun. elements. Yep. They were all good. Yeah. Uncle Rico. Yep. As a werewolf. Yeah, that's right. And then the other guy that turned into bugs was the guy from uh, Cobra. Yeah, the the ugly guy. Yeah, the really I kind of yeah. square jaw. You think yeah. really square jaw, guy. you think of that guy. He was scary. Uh, what else is he in? Like, he was, who was uh, Ragsdale? Or? No, that creepy dude from uh, Cobra. I have seen him in other things, Me too. Me, too. I, like, probably Hunter or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to uh, I'd have to look him up, but I can picture him with stuff that's other than Cobra. But Cobra is where my mind goes yep, immediately. definitely, definitely. Him with that uh, crazy uh, knife. X-Files. He was on X-Files. Oh, he was in X-Files? Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. William Ragsdale was also in uh, oh, Mannequin 2, On the Move. Uh, Big Bad Mama's House, man, and Left Behind. And he didn't do a mm-hmm. whole much, basically, then after Herman's Head and Fright Night were basically yep. big franchises. But thank you for those, because they were both great. Uh, Chris Sarandon. Jerry Dandridge, I've he's been in a lot of stuff, and I've loved him in a lot of stuff, man. There's no much I don't like him in. Uh, some things people Prince's might Bride. know: Prince's Bride, Ch- Child's Play. Loved yep. him in Child's yep. Play, and that yep. was really close. He's great in that. Uh, I remember. Do you Good remember the movie uh, The Stranger Within? It was a TV movie where Ricky Schroeder showed up at uh, this woman's house and said that he was her son that had been kidnapped like 16 years ago. I might have. And Chris Sarandon was the boyfriend that did not believe Ricky Schroeder at all. Uh, and he's like, this kid is shady. You don't mm-hmm. know anything about this kid. He says he's your son. And that, and it turns out Ricky Schroeder is lying. Really? And uh, he starts killing people. And he, what? He, they, him and Chris Sarandon were ice fishing. And he ends up knocking Chris Sarandon in the head and knocking him in the ice hole. And then he woke up and he's trying to reach up underneath the ice and uh ricky schroeder's just watching him struggle oh, man. No shit. oh yeah he, man. he dies yeah oh he, it was crazy wow. i loved him in that though he wow. was also in nightmare before christmas he was jack of i know that yeah yep. he was except jack for, was the voice singing. the singing was danny elfman yeah yeah yep. very cleverly done and yep. worked really well bordella blood i don't remember him in bordella blood yeah he was the uh priest yeah he was like the priest i've only seen that twice it was it's, really bad it's no it's okay i mean there wasn't much coming out at that time so we were just kind of I mean that is oh, yeah. that is the truth right there. Yeah, I think it, it I probably still own it. I'll have to give it another shot. It's, it's all right. It's not terrible. Uh, what's what's the names in that? Corey, uh, Corey Feldman. Yeah, Corey that. Feldman. Yeah, yeah. The, and Dennis Miller. <laughs> Dennis Miller and uh, the redhead. Who is the redhead? Um, uh, um, Angie Everhart. Yeah, the one yeah. who was with Howard Stern. Yep, and Stallone. Yep. she was Stallone's girlfriend. That's right. Too. Uh, another early one by Chris Sarandon that we didn't mention that I love and I have the Scream Factory Blu-ray for it is the Sentinel. Love the Sentinel, man. Do you oh, remember yeah. that? I, I've seen it. I don't remember it all. With that the well. with the old guy in the window and yeah. shit, and yeah. that lived in the apartment building. It was, uh, what, it like was good. Mid eighties, I think. What's that? Mid eighties, maybe. Late. Yeah, it could be 80, 79, 80. It was really good. Now Roddy McDowell. Roddy McDowell's been famous forever, but really, it wasn't kind of. He wasn't really on our 
radar until no. Fright Night, really. Uh, I no, mean, Planet no. of the Apes, but you really didn't need to know him. Yeah, that was great. Uh, Le- Legend of Hell House is another one, but for horror fans. That was That's 70s. true. That movie's scary. Legend of Hell House, yeah. I'm, I'm 90% sure he was in that. Mm-hmm. It, that was the, the one that the house is basically alive. I can't remember. Scary the, I shit. know I've seen that, but I can't remember anything about it. I'm 90% sure he was in huh. that movie. I know he's also in, uh, what was that, uh, Cleopatra, like the greatest story ever told. But Planet mm. Apes was a big one where he of played course. like Cornelius. Yep. And then he, in the sequels, he ended up playing uh, Caesar, the Caesar character. Really? Yeah, which was interesting because he started out as, and he's got a pretty unique voice. Yeah. Like, but I guess everyone, I haven't seen those sequels and I own them all, the whole series. My dad loved them. Huh. Uh, I really need to go through and just go through. I think they're cheesy as shit. Really? I mean, they're like in suits and shit in like New York in I like know. one of them. <laughs> yeah, I know. I have a hard time watching uh, those. Did you watch the new ones? The no. new Planet of the Apes? I watched the first one. With, and I um, liked the first one, but then I watched the second one and it sucked. But yeah. I heard the third one was good. So okay. No, I never I never really watched them. I, I think, think it's the guy who did the Batman movie. Yeah. I think Matt Reeves did those. Oh, really? I think he at least did the second one. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, I also remember Roddy McDowell was in uh, Overboard. He was the, he like, was the, uh, he was the butler or He whatever. was the butler. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good call. Forget about that. And uh, Cutting Class, another horror movie that he had yep. done. He was yeah. like the was he the guidance counselor or maybe the principal, something. One like of that. the two. He was, I know he was a higher up. Yeah, and he was a voice in Bugs Life. Never saw that one. Oh, you never saw Bugs Life. I don't Bugs do Life any of the animated good. stuff, the Pixar, any of that. I like the Pixar ones. I like the one, ones that aren't like filled with music. Yeah, yeah. me too. You I mean, said what? Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, Emperor's New Groove. Loved it. No music. I'm looking for that one right now. Yeah. Uh, Amanda Bierce. We always loved Amanda Beers because she was from Married with Children. Yep, Marcy Darcy. She was Al Bundy's foil, you know, yep. for yep. season after season. I loved it. She was awesome. Uh, she for, took it She took it like a champ. And then she started writing for the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she directed some episodes, yeah, too. Yeah. Yep. She was good. I don't know what she's doing now, but uh, she was great also with Evil Ed uh, in Fraternity Vacation. She was in that, too? Yeah, just recently watched it. She was the girl that came on, uh, that ended up going out with Evil and introduced him to his parents and okay. stuff and took him out right. on dates. I just wow. recently watched it. That's funny. I, uh, I definitely picked that up when I watched the movie like 20 years ago, whatever. Yeah, I like that. It's uh, a good movie. And speaking of uh, Fraternity Vacation, Stephen Jeffries plays Evil Ed in this movie, and he yep. was very unique, man. He had yeah. that kind of Crispin Glover look, and also maybe because I you got to see him and Crispin together in, in at Close uh, Range. Close Range, yeah, exactly. Love that Close Range, man. Wow, such I, an eer- that's an eerie movie. I swear not enough people know about that movie. Awesome. And that we should awesome. be mentioning that to everybody. Definitely close on my range, top 100. One of Sean Penn's best movies. Everyone in that movie is great. One of uh, Christopher, Christopher Walken. Walken's best movies. Unbelievable. Crispin Unbelievable. Glover was so good in it. Yep. Chris Penn was awesome uh, in Kiefer it. Kiefer was in it. Yep. Briefly. Yeah, there was Stephen some good Jeffries, people in that. I mean, the, yeah. and the, the girl, uh, Mary uh, Elizabeth Antonio. Yep. Or Mary Stuart Masterson. I think it's Mary Stewart Master. Um, yeah, Master Antonio is the uh, the girl from the Abyss. So it's the girl from Benny and June, whoever that is, the oh. short little redhead. I've never seen Benny and June. Oh, there was some dark shit in that movie, man. Really? Okay, yeah. I'm glad. It Not Benny it. and June uh, at close range. Oh God, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Dark, dark. Yeah, I know. It yeah. came right out around that same time as uh, that River's Edge. It was yep. like, with it was like, oh, you're in your late teens. Here, take these fucking movies and yeah, do what yeah. you can with them. They were depressing as R- shit. River's Edge, really I remember good. watching. I stayed up one night, all night, and at like 2 o'clock I in the morning. I think we watched it at it, your it house. It might have been us, yeah. yeah. And I remember watching it and being like, I don't feel clean after watching yeah. that. I just had a hard time going back to, going to sleep. But it was good. It was a powerful-ass movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Good people in that, too. You yeah. Crispin Glover. Um, who's the uh, who's Ioni the Sky guy? was yep. the main girl. Uh, yep. Keanu. 
Yeah, Keanu. Yeah, was, Keanu. In there. was um, was it Miles Callahan? Was he in that one? The kid? Uh, I don't know. The kid that did the murdering was the guy from Disor- uh, the Disorganized Crime. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know the bigger guy. Yeah, the, uh, his younger brother, Keanu's younger brother. Uh, damn. That, he went uh, over to Hopper's house. Was it Dennis Hopper? Oh, is it the kid from? Uh, Who's the old guy that was in it? I think it was Dennis Hopper. Was it? Yeah, the kid from. Yeah, isn't he from uh, the one with uh, with the traveling vampires in the desert? That's right, uh, near dark. Near dark. Yep. He's the kid okay. from near dark. Yeah. Wow, that that was a tunnel right there. We filled. It's all right. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. what this pod is all about. <laughs> all right. We know movies. We did take a shot before we started. So. That that helps my memory. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Stark, who I always thought was going to be pretty big, he played Billy Cole in this. His, yeah, his kind of uh, he, he what was, would you call him in this? His, not like a zombie, like a ghoul. Yeah, I guess his ghoul would yeah. probably be the best way to do yeah. it. Uh, but I remember from Project X, talk about a depressing. Oh, with uh, Matthew Broderick. Yeah, I couldn't finish that. Oh, I own it. I love it. It was hard to find. It's, huh. a, it's a difficult one. It's I, a lot I more get, fun than you remember it. it, but it's also a dark subject matter yeah. to its core. You know. Yeah. Uh, House Two, I love Jonathan Stark in. A lot of people kind of throw some serious shade on House 2, the second story. Yeah, I liked it. I loved it. I don't remember him being in that one. It's, oh, seen, he was the guy that one. came and visit, visited with, uh, was it uh, John Travolta's wife? I know Bill Maher was one so in there. It was his life. best friend, and okay. Ari, Ari's best friend of the whole movie. Basically. I own it, too. I, I got to rewatch it. Oh, you got to rewatch that shit. That, awesome. I, that stack is getting into the thousands. Uh, now we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. There's only basically two other actors in this movie that had any significance in it, and that was his mom, played yeah. by Dorothy Fielding. Uh, Don't know her she was, she was She was actually in Jaws as, as Girl in Music Store. Girl in Music Store. So, Jaws, huh? Interesting. Uh, she also Is that had, a vampire movie? Yeah, it's a, yeah, vampire. It's all about Jaws. Uh, Art Evans who actually I do like a lot. He's Detective Lennox in this movie. Okay. Uh, he's played a detective in a lot of stuff, but what I remember him from is Die Hard. Die Hard, too. Die Hard too, man. Yeah, Die he's Harder. Awesome. He's really good in that. He's also in Death uh, Wish. Ruthless uh, People. Uh, he was really in um, oh, the one with um, Trespass. Yep. Yeah, Trespass. I have that here. Trespass. He was good in that. Yeah, I liked him. Uh, Christine, he Tales was on the, from the Hood. He ended up with all the money at the end. Yep. Yeah. That was one of the best things he did. Yeah. Yeah, that and Die Hard, probably my two favorite things. Well, he was good in this, but he just came on to kind of kill it yeah. in that one scene. Now, uh, <laughs> the director, good I scene. love this director, man. He's done a whole bunch of good shit, and he's also done uh, a lot of writing and stuff. So it's Tom Holland, and as a director, he he directed uh, Fatal Beauty, Child's Play, which is mm-hmm. where Chris Sarandon kind of comes in. Yep. The, weird enough, The Stranger Within. That's the, the TV yep. movie with Ricky Schroeder. So he's worked several times with Chris Sarandon. Huh. He also directed The Temp and uh, Thinner. And he went on to direct several of the Tales from the Crypt episodes, okay. including the the voice, four-sided triangle. That's the one with uh, Rosanna Arquette with the Scarecrow. Oh. That was a dark That's one, one of the better ones they did. It is really good. Well, it's a, uh, the the guy, father, it, the guy it, from it, uh, it, Major League, played her dad, or creepy ass, the creepy old guy. Was the uh, the Bible thumper from yeah, uh, yeah. from Major League? Okay, all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah, uh, that was such a good scene at the end. Yeah, that oh, was the that whole one. episode. Was man, those old Tales from the Crypt. Damn. Yeah, I have the whole set. I yeah. love those. I have a, I have them digitally. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, he but he also wrote the Beast Within. Do you remember that with Ronnie Cox? Is that with the, the one with the werewolf? Yeah, the kid. Uh, they. It's kind of like this weird creature that rapes his mom. 
they get in an accident, and the mom ends up uh, getting dragged from the car and raped in the woods, and then 20 years later has the baby that the person that raped her, uh, the creature that raped her, and it basically becomes kind of a werewolfy kid. Really? And Ronnie yeah. Cox is trying to figure out what happened to his Is son. there a scene in that where someone's in a jail cell and he rips his head off? Maybe. I, I've seen parts it, of it. There's some gross stuff in it, for oh. sure. Yeah, it sounds it, it. It's worth uh, watching, for sure. Uh, he also wrote Class of 1984, yeah, uh, uh, Psycho 2. I love I Psycho 2. Yeah, me too. It's, yeah. it's a really it's, it's underrated. Sip, Sip was in that one. What's that? Sipwitz. Oh, yeah. Sipwitz was in that. He was like the creepy uh, uh, landlord. And the other Tilly that doesn't do much compared to her sister. Yeah. uh, Uh, Jennifer. Jennifer Tilly. Yep. It's Meg Tilly. Meg Tilly? That's Meg Tilly in that. Okay, Meg Tilly is the Jennifer's the big one. Jennifer's the other one, yeah. He also wrote uh, Cloak and Dagger. My childhood crush, by the way. Really? Which one? Jennifer Tilly? The one from Let It Ride? Uh, Jennifer Tilly? um, Or uh, Family Guy? Yeah, Family Guy. um, Moving Violations. Yeah, moving violations. That's where you go in your head when you think Jennifer Tilly. First time I saw her. <laughs> yeah, I love her in Let It Ride. I don't think I saw Let It Ride with uh, Richard Dreyfuss at the uh, at the racetrack. The whole movie, just making bets. No, oh man, it's so funny. Really? She's great in that. She's huh. so funny in that. I like her. She's a good actress. Uh, she, well, she's super hot in that too. Yeah, she uh, is. But uh, so the cinematographer, Angel this, won't be listening to this. So <laughs> I always like to give cred to the cinematographer, the editor, and the composer, which I always think are like major key people in the, uh, in the movie. Uh, Jan Kesser did the cinematography. She also went on to do uh, some kind of wonderful, clean mm-hmm. and sober V V I Warsawski and my favorite mm-hmm. Fido. Do you remember Fido? Oh, with uh, um, Billy uh, Conley. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. that movie. Oh, it's so good. It's so, I own that. That's another great, movie. Great movie. No one knows about. You have to be introduced to Fido. You yeah. don't accidentally come across it usually. No, exactly. Exactly. Uh, and when you find it, it's it's glorious. I remember looking at it in the video store forever. I'm like, I'm not renting that. Someone stupid. had to tell me it was awesome. People like Fido's exactly. great. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't. I didn't trust anyone. I just. No. I seemed to see it one day on TV. I'm like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. And it was it was great. I oh, liked yeah. it a lot. I lent it to my mom. She loved it. Really? Uh, oh yeah, cool. she loved it. It was fun. Uh, so the editor for this had done a whole bunch of shit. Some of uh, movies that I really like, uh, Kent uh, Beta, and he was the editor on Saturday the Fourteenth. Mm-hmm. Talk oh, about yeah. some. Yep. You, you do a cult classic like Fright Night, you're going to get a cult crew uh, yeah. with you. And Saturday the Fourteenth is right up there. Yeah, it is. But he also did uh, this is Spinal Tap, Inner Space. That's a big one. I mean, that's oh, a big oh, Joe yeah. Dante Rent, Spielberg, uh, Dennis Quaid, right? Yeah, uh, Alien Nation. Oh, I love Alien Nation. Oh wow, I love James Alien Scott Nation. Great so much more than most people. <laughs> so the other day, this is a random story. I'm cleaning out the refrigerator and I found a thing of milk that was sitting in the back. Oh. I'm like, holy crap, when's the day on this? January. Uh, when I pulled it out, I saw the first thing I thought about was the aliens getting high off it, getting drunk off it. It's the- April 1st, people. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And that is no joke. And literally, when I pulled that out, I just saw the chunks. I'm like, uh, that, that's what made them, them drunk yeah. in the movie. Yeah. So, that's perfect. a weird thing that they put in there, but it was really but That's awesome what I thought about did. the other day. So, random fact. Uh, the Stupid other ones he did was uh, Gremlins 2, uh, The Flintstones, Jingle All the Way, Scooby-Doo, and The Angry Birds movie. Interesting. Wow. A lot of good uh, stuff. The composer, I like the music on this movie. The music was really good. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Brad Fiedel did the music, and pretty big productions he was part of. He did the music for Terminator, mm-hmm. uh, Fraternity Vacation. That's a strange yep. one because he had no connection with those other guys. Uh, do you remember Let's Get Harry? Love Let's Get that Harry. Familiar. It was an '80s kind of uh, like Iron Eagle. There, uh, Biff from uh, Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Gary Busey and a couple of people are have to go overseas and rescue Mark Harmon, who's uh, 
who's being no, held by the I enemy never saw that. in like uh, Vietnam. It was good. Huh. Uh, so he did Let's Get Harry. He did the music for Serpent and the Rainbow. Oh, that was a good oh that's a really good movie. Uh, Wes Craven. The Accused, that's a dark one. He also did Fright Night 2, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, T2, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, major wow. one. So yeah, he, he did several stuff with uh, Cameron. Uh, Gladiator, the 92 Gladiator. Well, the, uh, no. No, the, uh, the earlier one, the one with Cuba Gooding Jr., Oh, I love yeah, that yeah. Boxing, the movie. boxing movie. And Brian, Brian Dennehy. Dennehy, yes. Oh, yeah. Awesome Excellent movie. movie. Uh, Striking Distance, True Lies, and Johnny Mnemonic. So, I never saw Johnny Mnemonic all the way through. So another thing I like to do is I go through a few of the details here. It was released in August 2nd, 1985. So this was just about a summer movie. Uh-huh. Uh, filming locations filmed entirely in California. Now, the budget. The budget was, uh, was a pretty healthy 1985 budget of $9 million. Would you say that it made money or lost money? I can't imagine this being considered a mainstream movie, so I'd say it in just the theater or Yeah, oh worldwide gross. Yeah, like everywhere. I'll I'll say it I'll say it made money because it's a great movie. It did make money. It made I mean a lot more than nine million. I mean it made twenty four point nine. I mean, that ain't going to get anyone there. It's fired, that's for no, sure. And that's exactly. what you're really concerned about. Cool. And we talk more on this pod, I think, of ones that do not make money than uh, make money. So that Yeah, happens. that's very true. I got some interesting trivia before we go in and talk about some of the meat of the movie. And then we're actually going to do a commentary on like the end sequence when all the horror starts like pouring down the steps, mm-hmm. as it is. Uh, obviously, Roddy McDowell's... Uh, character was kind of based straight up on Vincent Price. Yes. And, I mean, you're kind of a Vincent Price officiato. Well, that and Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing. And yeah, that, that... All those guys. You really could say he was kind of an, a, a, um, like a blend a, 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 of, a, a, of all a, 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 three of them. Or whatever. I'm going to go out there and try to use a word I can't use right now. <laughs> That's why I, on the fly switched to blend. <laughs> smart man. <laughs> know your limits. I didn't. Anywho. Um, no, I would, I would say he was supposed to be a, an homage to all those characters. Yeah. Something like taken from all of them and put together, and he had like the the comedy was, was heavy with him. I mean, he really got it. Yes. He, he got the campiness. He got exactly. that, that character, who that guy could be. It looked like something you would see from um, from the 60s. Yeah. Like, n- not even the, like a Chris Lee movie because it was so much more silly, but yeah. they nailed it. They made it so good. So- Apparently, it was Chris Sarandon's idea to eat apples throughout the movie. Okay. He researched vampire lore and concluded that Jerry had like fruit bat in his DNA. And when you re- <laughs> when you watch it, he does eat a strange amount yep. of fruit in the movie, huh. which is an interesting choice. I like that. Uh, apparently, I like it when he throws it at um. Oh yeah. Yeah. All the Great principal scene. cast members were frustrated that they never. Uh, you're going to particularly find this interesting. All the principal cast members were frustrated that they were never asked to do any DVD extras for the film, so they decided to record two pirate commentaries that were released as free MP3s on the Icons of Fright website in 2008. What? But then both commentaries were later included on the Twilight Time Blu-ray release, which is what I just ordered. Yep. Nice. It's it's nice. very interesting that you don't see that much when the crew is like uh, like clamoring to do a commentary they that do, they yeah. won't pay for. Yeah, it. Usually, that, I think awesome. they have to like beg you to do commentaries. Yeah, because you want to get paid. You want to get something out after the fact. I used to be but really they, they were that into, passionate when oh. I really had spare time. I used to listen to a lot of commentaries. Like instead of putting the movie on, to put the commentary on and listen to them talk about it. Some of the best ones were John Carpenter and Kurt Russell. The, oh yeah, the I Big Trouble in China one, the Thing, and uh, the Escape from New York are three of my 
my favorites. Huh. But every once in a while, you'll come across somebody that's doing a, like celebrities that are doing commentary from a movie that's not theirs, and it's fascinating. Hmm. Uh, on the Blu-ray for Roadhouse, Kevin Smith and his like writing part- partner uh, Scott Mosier do hmm. a whole commentary on it, and it's awesome. Really? It's awesome. I was like, what the hell? I just came across it by accident. I was like, well, I got to listen to this. How long is it? It was the whole movie. They did the whole movie. So they talked over the the whole movie? Like the whole movie. I see a lot of that. I don't know if I can watch that. No, well, well, you... I. But if you see can't, movie, you don't have time to watch a movie, so you're certainly yeah, not going to yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. right. dedicate it. And like <laughs> I right said, even with me and I have spare time, I don't usually listen to commentaries because I'd rather just watch the movie. But now. if there's one that you know is that good, then it's Yeah, like if it's one of my top 100 films and you want to really get the meat of it, yeah. I mean, that's really what you have to do. Right. Uh, so apparently director uh, Tom Holland sought out Brad Fiedel to do the score because he loved the music for The Terminator so much. Hmm. It's got to be good when you when you got studio backing that you can just like go to anybody. Yep. Uh, was this? Do you, do you set, have the CD by the way? Uh, do I? I have the. I'm pretty sure I have it on vinyl. Okay. Yeah, I don't have the CD. For the CD is expensive. Yeah. I have two. I have one of the shop that's actually sealed. That's interesting. Yeah. It is a great. I used to have the tape for it. Uh, another interesting fact on this movie: that thing will reach. Okay, we're going to open this <laughs> we, gate for We got cat. extra long wires now for you to get up and do whatever. The 20-year-old cat has to go eat and poop. So, <laughs> uh, so apparently it's the second highest grossing horror movie of 1985, and it's only behind... 85, 85, Lost Boys. Nope. Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. Oh, God, really? Freddy, Freddy's Worst Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> not the worst movie ever, but it's not... Very good. Nah. If you don't have anything for a, a Freddy movie, I guess you'll it. had a it. couple scenes when he peeled his head off oh, like a fucking so cool. orange. Yeah, and he said He did look creepy. Him. I mean, it's probably one of the creepier looking Freddies, to be honest with you. I agree, but it wasn't really a Freddy movie. No. No. It was, it was almost like watching uh, Halloween 3. So, Or like uh, Freddy's Nightmares, the TV show. It had a lot of that type of feel oh, to it. Oh, that's right. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Oh, that was a bad series. Yeah, that's why I shouldn't be reminded. Uh, so most of the $9 million budget was spent on special effects. I mean, it's kind of apparent. When you look at especially yeah. the Her. Evil Ed transformation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. They uh, put some money into that's that. That's a big sure. one right there. Yeah. Uh, and um, it was the first vampire movie to spend over a $1 million on uh, special effects. That's no interesting. Okay. So the Night Court was a former hardware store that had been renovated for the previous year for uh, Brian De Palma's body double. I found that interesting. Huh. They, uh, the cast and crew recalled that Roddy McDowell had recorded uh, extensive on-set footage and no one knows what uh, ever happened to the tapes. Like on personal video recorders? Come on, man. Someone's really? got those tapes. Huh. Someone dig in Roddy's closet because huh. Roddy's definitely not been uh, with us for a while. Yeah, it was, I think uh, it was late 80s, right? This was super interested. A rejected puppet created for the library sequence in Ghostbusters that was deemed too terrifying for a PG movie was repurposed and utilized for the vampire's fiery destruction. So it's that vampire at the end yep. when it hit the wall. Yeah, that was apparently originally going to be on Ghostbusters. Wow. Well, I agree with their choice. That definitely is more fright- too frightening for fucking Ghostbusters. Yeah, I would say so. That thing was I don't know. Terrifying. Even the ghost that came out at the beginning at the library was pretty frightening to me as a kid. Oh, yeah. It was pretty scary. Oh, said shh to him. Man, Charlie Sheen auditioned for the role of Charlie in this. You know how different this movie would have been? More dry. And I had heard that, too, that someone said that uh, Charlie Sheen comes across as like a hero and they kind of wanted somebody that... Naturally, well, came across as like a zero. Boy next, <laughs> boy next door. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so Peter Vincent's character name was a fusion of Peter Cushing and Vincent Price. Yep. We could figure that one out. Uh, the bulk of the movie was filmed on the Disney back lot, specifically the same exact lot as The Burbs. That oh, makes no complete shit. sense when you think about it. Wow. It really One does. One of my favorite movies. Yeah. I, I absolutely love The Burbs. It does feel like that when it, they're it, like yeah. outside, yeah, yeah. like waiting for absolutely. Peter Vincent to show up. It's wow. totally The Burbs. That is set. so. Are you really? You're 100% on that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's that's just yeah yeah now you got told to, there would be some wows yeah I know there I I, I wow myself when I look up these trivia too uh, Jerry's final transformation took eight hours to apply Ooh. that yeah. was pretty extensive the marks on his face yeah. and everything yeah they made him look uh, pretty and I had heard I don't, maybe that's in here uh, I don't know but uh, I had heard that they uh, they had those hard contact lenses back then yeah uh, I saw but them put I saw the up. making of uh, Thriller. And they showed Michael Jackson getting him put in his eyes, and they looked horrible. Like uh, they were huge. They had encapsulated like your entire eyeball. Those hard lenses. Damn. I'm glad we. Did. Have you even had? You've having your eyes are pretty good. So you've never I've had no, contacts. I've never put anything in my eyes. Oh. I can't. Contacts aren't that bad as long as they're soft. It's well, just, the guy at the flea market has like the colored ones. Oh, I don't know cool. if they sold them all, but he had a whole thing of them. It, it, it takes a cool. while to get used to how to actually put them in. Well, something like that, I would just put them just for a little while, just to yeah. freak people out. Yeah, so that's. I wish they were more readily available when we were back doing movies because we would have put we would have done it a lot. Oh yeah, definitely right. Um, so Heidi Sorensen, who plays the hooker that Charlie uh, sees go into the uh, Jerry's house, yeah, the one yeah. with the really nice yeah. ass. Uh, apparently, she was a Playboy playmate, and no she surprise. was the playmate of the month, July nineteen eighty one. So if you're listening to this, you know what Google will, will allow you to do, July nineteen eighty one. Hit me up. See what she looks like. I mean, no, you'll don't. Be, I, have, I have a girlfriend. You'll be thanking Eric ask. later. Uh, <laughs> so for her final transformation into a vampire, now this is very interesting because for us, this is the most frightening image in the movie is Amanda Bierce's vampire. I will argue all day long that's the scariest vampire in, in movies. When she turns around yeah. and she shows her, yeah, oh she's drooling and everything. God. And those eyes. That mouth. Yeah, and she, she instantly like hunches over. Well, then you'll find this interesting too because- she and we always when we saw her we were like wow her 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 boobs were noticeably bigger. Yeah. Well, she was wearing a uh, uh, a prosthetic breastplate. Her mm. entire chest was uh, was fake. Interesting. Oops, someone lots out. It's kidding. And other than that, she also she has a breastplate. Uh, sorry, breastplate to enhance her cleavage. And in 2012, Amanda Beers brought them. To a horror convention and encouraged the fans to feel them while she signed autographs. No kidding. God damn. Good for her. Amanda Beers like is a riot, man. Yeah. That's hilarious. I like her. All right. Only a couple more here, uh, but they are all interesting. So in 2015, when asked about a possibility for a sequel that ignores existing reboots, this is really interesting here. Tom Holland proposed a plot where single single father Charlie Brewster inherits his mother's house, and his two teenage children become convinced that there's something evil in the next in living next door, namely Evil Ed, who is squatting in the abandoned mansion, attempting to resurrect Jerry Dandridge. How fucking awesome is that? Oh, that's crazy. Because if you know the ending, you saw Ed's yeah. eyes at the end yeah. in the in Jerry yeah. Dandridge's it's house. So cool, Brewster. That's what he says. Yeah, he's so cool, Brewster. Yep. Yeah. yeah he's so and the, cool, And the Brewster. idea that he's squatting there and trying to resurrect Jan- Jerry Dandridge. Yeah. Is this Chris Sarandon still alive? I think he is. Chris Sarandon? Yeah. No, he got exposed to the um, the flame. The, uh, the uh, no, I meant- The flame. Uh, in real life? Yeah, no, yeah, in real life, if they resurrected him. 
Yeah. Like, they he could come back and play. Yeah, he's still alive. Oh man, because yeah. he was in the remake, and I haven't heard anything since. That's right. Oh, I hated that remake. We I guess we should have. Yeah, I guess right. we should address that at some point. I liked since. it. Uh, you I, liked it, huh? Yeah, I liked it. I couldn't. I couldn't get into it. I, I didn't it. buy Colin Farrell as it, and I'd like Colin Farrell in a lot of different things. I don't like Colin Farrell. And I like the movie. Yeah, I couldn't get into it. I, I liked it a lot. Uh, a lot, yeah. You're a lot, a lot more forgiving with a lot of the remakes than I am. I think. Yeah. I, oh, I, yeah. Much more. Some of Definitely. them. Some of them. I, I'm a good. Uh, I'll give them second shots, or I'll give them, some of them. I'll avoid until I been told and then i'll do my initial shot like the friday 13th i'm all on board with the friday 13th that's awesome. remake it's i thought really you good. would a lot of people uh, poo poo it because but there's remake. a lot of them i'm not i didn't like the texas chainsaw massacre i didn't like the nightmare on elm street one i didn't like right. the fright night one the nightmare on elm street one sucked uh fright night i liked the um texas chainsaw the first one with jessica Beale sucked yeah i didn't like the, the one, one after it was okay the, the one they did after that where she uh i think it's beginning very good and then the new one that they just put out it's so visceral it blew my mind some of the scenes. Yeah, yeah, I like heard about destroying it. Destroying someone's head right on camera. Like, yeah. It just disappearing or just decapitating someone. Right, a and, lot and of people like it and a lot of people don't. It's it's uh, it's kind of split down the it's, middle it's because. It's Chainsaw. You want it to be brutal and visceral. Just, just. Well, I think that's apart. what people wanted because the original really wasn't that. It, exactly. The, the, you didn't see anything in the original. I have to tell people no, that all the, the original, time. You, did, you, well, you didn't, didn't really see anything. I felt you could put on that hook, though. <laughs> huh? You felt it. See, that's the thing. Yeah, you felt exactly. it. They, they yeah. applied all that violence in that movie. They didn't. Yeah. You can't really pinpoint. There's a little bit of blood, but you're right. You, you're right. You can't pinpoint like uh, chainsaws going into people and shit. No. Uh, but in the later ones, you could. I mean, the second one was a farce, so they just kind of went crazy with it. I love that. Uh, one. Doing. I love the second one too, but you got to look at it differently. Oh, it's, a, it's at, a comedy. It's a straight up comedy. Yeah, but, but a scary ass fucking yeah, nasty. Yeah, and it's wild. It's like ripping a wild. apart people left and right. Comedy. Yeah. So yeah, so good though. I think the uh, the only Another final thing was the uh, final transformation of Evil Ed and Stephen Jeffries both endured. The final ones, I guess, were twelve hours of makeup. Ooh, well, Stephen definitely Jeffries the Stephen Jeffries one. one. It yeah. was crazy. Yeah. So let's talk about the movie in general. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's one of those great kind of stories. Because we're we're assuming that they moved there, or they had been They've there, for, been a there while. for a while. Him and his mother have been there for a while. So this is probably his childhood home, and then yeah. they were just waiting uh, for the neighbor to move in. Yeah, just nothing's going on, and also the neighbor moves in in the middle of the night, and it happens to be um, a guy that they don't really see. They see some strange sh- shit going on over there. They don't really know. Charlie is a certain amount of nosy. Yeah, of course sure. he is. He's he's sitting at home all night until his girlfriend. Comes they get over. right into it too. You know, at the yeah. beginning of the movie, I think yeah. it starts right out because it was like that scene with him and Amanda Bears. That was the only problem I ever had with Charlie in this movie. You know, is that he was a lot more interested in what the hell was going on the outside was in his than, bed. Yeah, than what yeah. Amanda Bears, who was basically trying to throw, throw herself him, at him. Yeah, exactly. And you just passing that up. As a kid, we didn't do that. If, if we had a girl that we liked and she's throwing herself at us, have at it. As long as we can get away with it. <laughs> it's 1985, Charlie. Yes, yes. Have uh, some fun. I like that they also were able to introduce the Peter Vincent character during the same scene with yeah. him because he's that he, television he, personality. He, yep, he's watching his TV, which he probably has on from the time he gets home to the time he goes to sleep. Yeah. I mean, and, it's basically uh, Elvira, you yeah, know, the yeah, kind of show. Exactly. He's introducing like, Other horrible, horrible movies. movies. Yeah. And some of them he was part of, and he's been doing it forever. Yeah, so much so that Charlie, I don't is he delusional yeah. because he thinks he really is a vampire killer. So, yeah, so he, he brings him on board to take care of the lo- the local vampire. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, 
it, it's great. I love, I love the build up to it. Uh, the, the guy who gets on, uh, they're the reporting on the news about the guy who gets decapitated here. You can hear it in the background a lot of the movie. Yeah, at the very beginning cool of the saying. first third of the movie, we're hearing about all these bodies disappearing yep. and decapitated women uh, yep. popping up. It's it's weird that, uh, were they just missing at that point? Because what were yeah. they disposing of the bodies? Him and uh, Billy Cole and Jerry were basically. Well, the first one, I think, was in like a train guy. So they thought he like, you know, mm-hmm. fell asleep like silver bullet-ish. Man, I would love to see a prequel to this movie of where they were before it, because yeah. it's it's classic kind of vampire. Well, that's a, that's a good one. It's it's classic kind of vampire. You think of like uh, Interview with a Vampire, where they are constantly on the move to different places, or Near Dark, uh, or Near Dark, where they just they're traveling nomads. Uh, in the everyone desert. has to see Near Dark. Yeah, Near like, Dark. I, is... I watched that when I was a kid. Didn't appreciate it. Watched it twice since then. That movie is so un effing believable. Yeah. It's so, it really so good. Is. Yeah. So great. It was filmed almost the exact same time, overlapping with Aliens, and that's mm-hmm. uh they she pilfered the uh the alien set because yep. James Cameron was involved with Near Duck also. Yep. Uh and so it's great that you get to see all those guys at the same exact age as they were doing on Aliens. Exactly. So Bill exactly. Paxton, uh and Lance Henriksen. Lance Henriksen, what's her name? The girl, uh Vasquez. Yep. And uh then our, that kid. That was a good movie, man. Yeah. I loved it. I introduced that movie. movie to a lot of people because no one knows about it. Yeah. Yeah. But back to this. So uh so the, the first night street. he's just hearing noises and he's uh and he's looking over there, but he sees something in through the window. After he after he greets oh, the hooker. Yeah, out yeah, front. yeah. He looks outside the window and sees the They're them. like just in the window. Yeah, and she takes her top off yeah. and turns around and he's standing up. He's about to bite her, yeah. and then realizes he's, he's being stared at by yeah. Charlie. They make eye contact. He s- stares at him, does this annoying, annoyed blink, yeah, and then slowly pulls the friggin' shade his long nail, his long ass <laughs> nail. And I love Charlie runs in and wakes his mom up. Yeah, it's one of the mo- the best mother moments ever. Do you Charlie? need a Valium, <laughs> Charlie? <laughs> when she offers him a Valium, yeah, I think yeah. it's hilarious. Oh, she's terrible. Uh, but then he's on at that point. I mean, yeah. it's like a. Uh, like an angry dog yep. trying to get at a bone, yep. and he's he. None of his friends believe him, right. and I love Evil Ed is giving him advice on different stuff. But <laughs> the the kicker for me is when he goes down the stairs, where his mom calls him downstairs, and she yeah. had invited him over to the house. Yeah, it was really one of I the like, best. I like he meet a new neighbor, and he realizes as he's walking down. He and they did the a good job to uh, to have Ed be the guy to establish the rules in yep. the in the lore. Yeah. Like you a vampire cannot come into As your he's house laughing unless with, he's invited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As he's laughing with the whole situation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rules I mean that's kinda cool. evil Ed's way and everything, yeah. but yeah. Uh, that and he told him garlic, he told him uh crosses. Mm-hmm. He so, told him a bun- bunch of different things, but I think the key thing was uh don't feed him after midnight. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, we have hors d'oeuvres. No. <laughs> oh yeah, that interaction. I just loved how smug Jerry is, man. He's just in the in like a very likable way. Yeah. You're like, you gotta love this guy, man. He's just in. So when he's talking to him, like, because he knows what he's talking to the mother has like no clue in the background. Yeah. Like I, I got, I'll stop by anytime I want. With your mother's with kind, your mother's kind, kind of permission. Oh, yeah. anytime, Jerry. <laughs> uh, I loved it, and then. Visiting him in his room, man, That's was uh, one of the best scenes of a movie. He he comes back into the room 
what, he had what? called the cops. It was after the cops. He had called the guy, the guy from uh, Die Hard. Yeah. Okay. Too. All right. So, so he was walking back in his room. Yeah. And uh, Jerry Dandridge, you see him walk in right before, whistling "Strangers in the Night." And yep. Shutting the door. He when shut she, his mom's door like into yep, the jam, yep. so she couldn't so get out. So there's no way she's gonna open that door. Yeah. And he walks in, hangs out, and when Charlie realizes he's there, he strangles him. He holds him up, said, don't want to wake up your mother. Yep. I'll have to kill her, too. Oh, that's such a great line. Yeah. I'll have to kill, kill her, too. Right? <laughs> and spins her upside, spins her upside down to the uh, pinball machine. They, they really got, the director and the, uh, the whole crew got a gift with Chris Sarandon. Because if you read the words like it would be on a script, mm-hmm. it's nowhere as good as when Chris Sarandon no, says he, it. He fires it so it's, perfect. It's his delivery is so I love him so awesome much in this, in this movie. movie. I really do. I think my mom had a major crush on him in this movie. She loved it. It's the, so uh, funny because Janet... Like hated him. Really? She's like, that's not a bad part of the movie. I'm like, what? Oh, so I don't good, like the movie as much as you do. He's she charming as shit, she, man. She thought it was a, a, a joke. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? He's charming. He is. He's charming as shit. Yeah, he is charming as shit. Yeah. I love the dance scene. The uh, the yeah, dance in the, uh, in the that, hall, that's some the, of the best stuff on the CD. Yeah, it's uh, those like three songs together are yeah. really really good. Yeah. I just love him dancing with Amanda Bears. Yep. And really well done. Yeah. But before that. So he visits them and everything, and that's when they decide to. Well, he he goes to Peter Vincent, and Peter Vincent like shoves Left him away. Him, yeah, yeah. Uh, not until, and this is where we found out a lot about the character of Peter Vincent mm-hmm. is when Amanda Beers in Evil Ed goes go and visit him. Mm-hmm. I love that. I have money. How much? <laughs> how fast yes. he delivers yep. that? How much? Yeah. And then you realize Peter Vincent's all about the money. Exactly. He's a coward. He's he's. Well, he's he doesn't believe it anyway. So I mean, he not, learns to become a hero, really. Exactly, but he doesn't. He's not a coward so much yet. He just doesn't believe with it with a shelling out. All right, you want me to just come and make an appearance? Yeah. It's not so much being a coward; just there's nothing to it. So he just he doesn't want anything to do with it until the money gets there. Yeah, he's you know? he definitely seems skeptical through the whole thing. But, yeah, and he should be. Uh, well, it got even worse when he got attacked by Evil Ed. Yeah, remember that he had to be talked out of his apartment uh, yeah. when that happened too, and. Uh, and the turning of Evil Ed. I know we're kind of all over the place here, but there's, there's so many good uh, moments leading up to it. This is an all over the place um, movie. Yeah, it really is. So they, they pay Peter Vincent to go there. And I love the whole phone call with Jerry Dandridge mm-hmm. about, hey, we want to uh, we want to come over there and prove to our friend that you're not a vampire and everything. And he, yeah. he says, oh, he doesn't want to use holy blood because he's a he's a reborn Christian. Yeah. And it's tell him he's it's just reborn. regular tap water. All he has to do is sip it. Yep. That's <laughs> awesome. Great line. Uh, and he says, "Oh, okay, we'll we'll do that." And then they do that. They they meet him outside and yep. go in go and the do the whole proving him type thing. But at the very end, um, uh, Peter Vincent drops, drops his, his uh, like drops little his compact. compact. Yeah. yeah, and when he picks it up, he realizes he doesn't have a reflection. There's no reflection in the background. That's when he realizes what he saw. And uh, Dandrew says, "Is there a problem?" No. Yeah. No. It's great, man, and because the movie really kind of takes off That's from that when, moment. That's when Dandridge wa- walks over and steps on the piece of glass and he realizes yep. he saw it. And then he has to meet, and he does that whole creepy scene with, uh, what's his name, uh, with Evil Ed in yep. the alley, yep. which was really creepy, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of, you'll fit in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, major speech. homosexual overtones uh, on yeah, it. Yeah, I always, definitely. I always assume that uh, that all vampires were by, to be honest with you. Yeah. They all I mean, kind of played it that way. Well, that it's, they, a, it's a sexual thing when they're biting someone's neck. Yeah. And if they get a feed, then, you know. And Evil Ed was up. kind of all for it because he really was kind of the outcast. That's yeah. who 
in like every kind of he variation plays, he of, plays the perfect of okay. vampires that you find. They yeah. always go out of out of the way to find the outcasts yep. because they are the will- most willing to be part of it, I think. Right. Because sense. he is like all in after that. Yeah. Your yeah. dinner's in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome with the tongue sticking he, out. He's so like Crispin Glover to me because yeah. y- you can't imagine how he's going to deliver half his lines, man. It's really exactly crazy. Exactly right. Uh, so once he gets him on board, yeah, that whole the attacking of Peter Vincent at his uh, place, I loved it. It was one of the one of the easiest effects ever was the cross on his on head. Forehead. It felt like it was melting off yeah, when he pulled it away. It's such an easy effect, but it's yeah. so effective. So he, he puts yep. the mat, uh, the um, the cross right on his forehead, and yeah, when he pulls it away, it's got yeah, that. It's got exactly like that cheese pull. Yeah, turn. exactly. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's really nasty. And that's, I think it's actually in the back of the VHS tape. So when you the, the blockbuster. Oh whatever, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's totally yeah, on the back. You, you flipped it over and see that, and you. you Chin, oh. your skin kind of crawls. I was obsessed with this movie back in the day. I love Chin that. I love that old VHS cover. I think I got a real, uh, a uh, like first print kind of VHS for it. It's probably worth money. It mm. was sealed when I got it. I opened it because I wanted to display it, but it's like pristine. pristine. Remind me of um, Poltergeist after this. What, you you want to hear? Sure, story? tell All us right. the Poltergeist story. Um, my buddy Brian, um, really nice kid. He had a, a sealed copy of Poltergeist. He saw the last one went for like fifteen hundred dollars. What? Fifteen hundred bucks. Fifteen hundred dollars for the, sealed the, copies the original, of VHS Poltergeist. The original one, yeah. The the original. Yeah, I only want the, the original box. ones too. I I don't like the ones. It that was have. a ton of money. He brought it to the toy show, and it was on the table. I'm like, yeah, what do you want for that? And he never gave me a price. I was buying a bunch of shit. Um, one of our our other friends who was in the other room set up came over. and Goes, how much you want for that? And he gave him a. He paid two dollars for it to save us. What? This kid, Brian, pays two dollars for it to save us. He, uh, he he asked how much, and he um he told him fifty bucks. Stu put it on on um the the website, and I think he's already got three hundred dollars. Oh, like four bids, like instantly. Oh, it's still going on. Um, the auction? No, it, it probably ended like you know last week. But oh wow, I don't I don't want to see what it went for. <laughs> I could have had it. It's he a ne- lot. He never gave me a price. Yeah, but I would have had to sell uh, through the shop, and it's a lot harder. Well, the uh, the Return of the Living Dead one went for how much? Those go- that went for like two hundred bucks, right? You s- um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I sold. Uh, Jesus, that lot. I think I got like a, almost a thousand. It's crazy to me that VHSs are going for that much. I mean, people it's cool. love that cover art. Yeah, it's the cover and, art. Is that what it is? No, because lo- I do it. I display it myself. A lot of people want to have it all set up on their shelves. So That's what I do. Like blockbuster. Yeah. yeah, and I I have a lot of them too. But when I see the fifty dollars each, I I mean, yeah. as I can guess. That's crazy. So I'll bring bring those ones in and find other ones that do the same thing. All right, where were we? Oh, Peter Vincent. I have no yes. clue. Oh, Peter Vincent. They had to. They decided to get Peter Vincent to go over to the Dandridge house. That yep. was the whole idea. Yep. And at first, he he wasn't going to do it. And yep. then it was just going to be. Uh, it was just going to be Charlie and yep. uh, and Amanda Beers. Yep. And we didn't even mention it. So Amanda Beers, when she had went over earlier, Dandridge. Thought she looked just like his like oh his, uh, his former lover former lover and yep. when they showed the picture it clearly was Amanda Beers yep. uh, in the uh, picture so it it made for an interesting thing that he was like oh well I have to have this girl and mm-hmm. uh, so when they uh, when they finally went over there and yeah keep Roddy in mind McDowell, she's seventeen years old <laughs> Roddy McDowell <laughs> showed up and that's when all the like violence just went kind of crazy. 
Yeah. I mean, it started with the Billy Cole thing. Oh, yeah. And this is some of the stuff is what we're going to talk about, uh, kind of what's on camera and what we notice uh, through our commentary. But the Billy Cole dying on the steps was mm. juicy, I guess. <laughs> it was so gnarly. It was Watching really... That scene. It was crazy. They yeah. they were just trying different stuff that we had I, not I seen before. I was not expecting any of that. It was... It was so he j- basically he got shot several times and then yep. he, he melted. Turned, first he turned into like a like a steam, like a mist. Yeah, and then he, he yeah he literally melted and all of his skin fell off. And, and the green it goo was, it was just coming down his leg. He just, they basically focused on his face all the way down to where the all, skull like fell to the ground. Exactly. Just and, compl- well, the whole eviscerated. skeleton basically, and then the skull fell off and slid across the wall. Yep. It was it was comical, but it was very very like you <laughs> said, juicy, gross. gnarly. Yeah, it was. Ne- it was and Charlie nasty. took a digger too. He like uh, got thrown like over the railing. Yep. And then Roddy, uh, Peter Vincent just ran because yeah. remember he, he ran yeah, over the uh, the Brewsters' house yep. uh, to Mrs. To wake, Brewster to wake up his mother, who's who, who was wearing a raggedy and um, oh my mop God, top. Man. This was disturbing. They, uh, they, this scared the shit out of yeah, me. This was a scary yeah. scene when I when I watched this movie, this whole third act, it was like, holy crap. It's like yeah. a, it was really like a roller coaster ride yeah. of horror because you knew you were going from the scene with Billy Cole. Yeah. Now you're going to watch e- the evil Ed scene. And this evil Ed scene, I'm sure you could pull it up on YouTube. It's tough. It's, it's crazy, dude. It's, it, it goes from being silly to, to sad. Yeah. Real quick. This to little- gross too. I mean, because there were, there was moments where he was wearing like a, it, so what happened was he he was himself with the Raggedy Ann uh, 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 hair on, hair, yeah. but then he transformed into a wolf, wolf. and uh, Peter Vincent ended up killing him with like the, the, the table chair, leg or something, leg, or was it yes. a chair leg? No, it was a table that he fell into that was a broken piece. Yeah, and so it went through Evil Ed's, the, it went through the wolf's chest, yeah. and then so you got to see the transformation from back. wolf back to Evil Ed. Yeah. Uh, like like pristine evil Ed, just like baby face evil yes. Ed and everything. No, no uh, scarf or anything. Like and that. it was it, they made it look painful. Yeah, well, they, they shine painful. the light on that too. Uh, and they made him look, you know, like almost like um, holy ish. You know. Yeah, it yeah, it, it was it, really it so. Was, he wore a full wolf head at one and point. Peter Vincent's crying. Yeah, Peter Vincent is crying. He just almost wants to console him yeah. for that. I'm sorry, you have to go through this. Yes. It was a it was a crazy scene. Yep. And then we went back to the Jandridge house, and at this point, like as a viewer, when you're waiting for something that you're excited about, for me it was the bat, man. Yeah. That bat is like one of the best vampire bats in any horror movie. Do they have a figure for that or anything? They have nothing for that movie. Ah. Uh, the rights department, they don't do anything for it. Um, that is a damn shame. I have something I'm in the works with. I, I got a uh, Dandridge figure that I might be able to get. Really? Yeah. It's only like a uh, limited of 150. Interesting. I'll, I'll show it to you later. It's Definitely. Cool. Um, I, that bat, they have to make figures for that Batman. That head with that bat. They, they've got nothing. It was a really great scene where they held, he held that, uh, yeah. the bat attacked right Peter face, Vincent. And then and you he, see the, uh, the, the sun shine in his yep. face and he kind of diverts. You are out of time, yeah. Mr. Dandridge. Such a good part. Oh. And then, yep, it goes all the way and you. You think that's the end? No, that's not the end. They got to go into like the the basement, and when mm-hmm. you're in the basement, from somebody who had a house that had this probably one of the scariest basements ever. That scary ba- basement in my house. You remember that thing? Yeah, that, that you that, had to go outside terrible. to get into yep, the bulkhead. 
It was creepy, man. Yeah, it down was there. pitch black. To, it down was there. just it unfinished, was scariest, you know. Yeah. And oh, it was raw. Yeah, it was very raw. It was crazy. Yeah. And the idea that a vampire would have loved that basement, absolutely yeah. have loved it. Yeah, going down those steps, that area. If you look to the left, that kind of went around it was there. It's black. It's just black darkness. Did I don't you know have what like hangout down there. No, no, in the basement, yeah, yeah, because we would shoot BB guns down there and do stuff. Huh. But it wasn't not much. Right. I really wish my dad had like cleaned it out and made it kind of playable but how how big was it wasn't that big but it wasn't it. it wasn't small it was probably the size of yours maybe really? a li- maybe a little less yours is a pretty big this is the size of the house yeah it's a good size but yeah mine was half the house it didn't include the living room everything but the living room okay yeah so it was decent so but it wasn't, over like towards yeah like the uh the playroom and your, yeah yeah your the playroom the bedrooms and the bathroom okay. yeah, wow yeah. really so, uh i never i never would have guessed that yeah and this was probably that size in this movie too and yeah. it it was a great setup. You know, he had his, his casket down there. So he had fleed and went from Vampire Bat into, like, the cellar. Yep. And so he was already in his uh, casket when they went down. And we knew at this point Amanda Beers was already bitten. And nowhere to be seen. And but she went through a crazy transformation because they went, they went from, like, just oh, the that, eyes and little wow. teeth. And then she that, went that to the— That scene right there we didn't even talk about. What's that? That scene right there. Where she get bit or when they wake, where she wakes up? Well, where she gets bit is a very, very important part of the movie. It's definitely, it's Because she key. just completely gives up. Because she's going to become one of the, like, crazy vampires we've ever and, seen. And she, but she, it was all, there was not, not a single word spoken there. Mm-hmm. Like, it was all with her eyes and she. Oh, yeah, she with that music. Yeah. And she just, like, accepted it. Yeah. And it was yeah. done quite well when he bit her, the, the shot of it going down yeah. her bare back. Yeah. It was, they that, made that, it sexy. They can make that like a, um, a, a. Uh, cover yeah like a movie you know? uh, this was probably the only movie i ever thought she was sexy and to be honest with you i never well, found her sexy she, she, in married with children sexy woman no uh and well i mean she was kind of cute in the first couple seasons but they really they they, they leaned in on the crazy kind of look that she had yeah, the crazy the and, and and certainly towards the, you know the lesbian look yeah because that's who she was and i mm-hmm. think she wanted to uh, advocate that. Yeah for the last few seasons at least yeah. the last two or three. Yeah it was i think it might be longer than that. Yeah, like, she got the haircut. I guess a little bit after Jefferson, when Jefferson yeah. came in. Yep. When yeah. she used to say, "Why does he call me a chicken?" When she's got her <laughs> yeah. arms out. That's that's like the best. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, Marcy Darcy. So we get to see her at her best for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, they gave her long hair. She completely mm-hmm. transforms herself. I mean, yeah. yeah, and when she's in that basement though, uh, when she goes in the basement, uh, she's even. Scarier. Look at the cover, people. If you're listening yes. to this, look at the cover because that's that is Marcy's face right there, and yeah. it's 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 difficult. That's even a little milder because yeah. when you're actually looking at the gums that extend, it's almost Joker esque with like shark teeth. And yeah. it's creepy. And when she puts her hands out and she is like running at him, it's really crazy. Oh, it's it's next level. Yeah, yeah, that, and, that's horror. And Peter Vincent's when you're, there. When and you're not expecting that that much horror. That level it, of horror. In yeah, the, in this campy, silly movie. It's true. I mean, this was this was an intense, intense horror movie that we had heard. We would heard that was scary, but we didn't realize how intense it was until the first time Agreed. we watched it. I don't remember where I was the first time I watched All right, it. I got a story. Um, Tano's, you remember that place very well. What over, is it? The Tano's, where we're playing. There. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we had that, that sliding glass window mm-hmm. in, in the back, and I remember having the curtain open. And I had seen the commercial for that night on HBO, and we had all the channels because we had one of those illegal boxes. I, Try to get me, come for me. Come on, come on. <laughs> so I'm watching the commercial, saw it, like, oh, yeah. And I see Peter Vincent, I see the hair white. 
and the first I've never seen the movie. The first thing I think of is he's scared so so bad that his mm-hmm. hair turned white. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm like he's a vampire. Oh my god, he's gonna turn into a fucking vampire. Now I'm really scared. I get up, everything's open, and I see someone walk past. But I nearly pissed myself. <laughs> nearly pissed myself. I closed them right away. Shut the light off. And there's like a little area there they could see, and I I made sure I didn't go, go past that because I was so scared. I'm, I'm only friggin' like 12 years old. That's crazy. But yeah, by it's myself, weird. I, say, I, I actually have a fright night story too that I can tell that I've told before on past pods, but that seems the most appropriate to do it during this pod uh, because it's specifically fright night. So I was in Port Charlotte in high school, and I was watching the scene where he was going after Evil Ed in mm. the alleyway. Yeah, and while while I was uh, watching the scene, mm-hmm. intensely staring at the screen, my garage door just suddenly opens. went opens, I and I heard it going up. And I was like, "What the hell is my garage door going up?" Everyone was sleeping. There was, should my garage door should not be going up. And apparently, my phone was off the hook, and my grandfather, grandfather couldn't get a hold of us. Yeah. And he had the garage door opener. And when he showed up at the house, and I didn't realize it until he opened the garage door that led into the house, and he was like, "Hey, you all right?" And I was like, "No, I almost shit my pants." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it it was scared the hell out of That's me, but good. it always made me think because it was it wouldn't have been as jarring if I wasn't in the middle of an intense horror movie. Right. So. Right. Wow, that's funny. Uh, but yeah, yeah. In, in the the movie, I mean, the genius idea that he would have blacked out the windows mm-hmm. made complete sense. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you black out the windows? Yep. And we even get to see them doing that early in the movie. You get to yeah, see Billy. Billy, Billy is painting yeah. out there. And he's watching the kid like, oh, what are you doing over here? Yep, and you yeah. don't realize what he's actually doing with the mm-hmm. windows, really, or why it was, oh. is happening. I, I mean, you, you I, do, I, right I guess, away, but... if, you're a, if you're watching this as yeah. a horror enthusiast. But uh, the idea that they accidentally break one uh, mm-hmm. while they're down there and that little bit of sun comes in and then they realize, oh, we got to break all these friggin' windows mm-hmm. and everything. And, and it just corners Jerry, man. So quick. Yeah. And I love that the that when the beam hits him and it throws him across the yep. room and he lands splat against the wall and, and apparently that's where that Ghostbusters puppet comes in mm-hmm. and they just set that thing on fire. The different transformations that it's going through in his head, the movement he goes through, yep. and it makes sense that it's a puppet because it's, it makes sense that that's how his head would be going like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, It was a good, good ending, man. I agree. And I love that they... Uh, and obviously, there's that scene we talked about where he sees the the eyes uh, at the very end, and it's evil Ed. Mm-hmm. But I love the fact that they number two started with that with the the kind of preamble that uh, that shows what happened on the previous one yep. was at his therapist's office, yeah. and he was just telling the story, and then you could tell that he had to straight up lie to the therapist in order to just to get out of there. So nothing, you don't believe in vampires Mm -hmm. and you and Peter Vincent just concocted this whole story and this and that. And so I, I always thought that was genius. I I also thought that they did too. They did too, uh, soon afterwards, you know, because a lot of times oh, they yeah. wait it's, too long or, or the time two, passes, right? man. It was only a couple of years, maybe in 88. I would say 88 that. sounds 87, yeah. 88. It sounds yeah, 85 right. for the other one, and it didn't so. get a whole lot of love. Um, I love it. it. It certainly deserves it. I, I love it. I can't even really talk about this one. It's been so long. I own a, a bootleg copy. Uh, mine is. I think I own an actual copy of it. I think I, I own a VHS I, copy, but I don't own. A, um, I think I have an, an original uh, DVD, but I mm. um, and I do have a lot of bootlegs, but I don't and think this is one of them. I have not seen. There's actually a remake. 
of the second yes, one. Yes, I did hear about that, but yeah. I don't think I was. I knew I wasn't going to be interested. Yeah, you didn't in like the. the I didn't first like remake, If I didn't so. like the first one, I'm sure yeah, I wouldn't like the exactly, remake of the second one. Exactly, why bother? But I say we do a little bit of commentary here to finish this off. It's going to be exciting to watch. Just just sit here and watch the scene, and we'll just talk about what we're watching. So if you're watching along with us, and I'm not sure how easy it is to get uh, a copy of Fright Night streaming. Uh, I, I think I looked before, and I don't think it's that easy. I don't think they stream it on a lot of services. If you want, like, the PlayStation, you could probably find Maybe. something. And then, if not, I'm sure the rentals are, like, three ninety nine. It's It's definitely worth your time. And if you can find a copy, the DVD copies are going for not that uh, bad anymore. Uh, you can 10, pick 10, up copies of, like, uh, of the DVD for, like, 5 to Ten dollars. I normally see it a little places. more, but even five bucks is yeah, perfect. Yeah, you can. I've all caught that. a couple of them. It's one of those things that I. It's another one of those movies I tend if I see it, I want to buy it because yeah. I just love the cover for that it. That Nexus Three, are the ones that I buy anytime I see them. I've the, never the seen snap the, case for Nexus Three. I don't care. Yeah. Oh really? <laughs> I don't care, man. That's <laughs> awesome. so awesome. Uh, I yeah, hate snap so, cases though. <laughs> you do like them or you don't? I hate them. Yeah, I don't like snap cases. Caddyshack one and two, sons of bitches, uh, <laughs> sons of bitches. This is Blu-ray, man. Blu-rays will work. Yeah, so man. yeah, so if you're watching along with us, jump to the hour and twenty-five minute mark, and we'll uh, we'll meet you there, and we'll talk about something. See you there. All right. So we're at one twenty-five, and Jerry Dandridge's house looks very ominous. It's a foggy <laughs> ass house. Someone with some fog of the, hat house. Uh, the assistants with the smoke machine went a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, they they want to use everything in their budget. So th- he has just come from like Evil Ed's tran- crazy transformation. Yeah, Peter Vincent has seen some shit by this by this period of time too. That Charlie didn't even get to witness. It's probably great that Charlie didn't witness his best friend turn no. go out no, like no, that because no, no. it was he, really he, crazy. He, he in that case right now. He really this, didn't this need scene, need oh. to bring this case with him. We should talk. Peter Vincent has the craziest yeah, like satchel. That's like a sewing case. It is on crack. It's exactly like a sewing case and it's just filled with like stakes and all his holy waters and stuff. I think How much of that's real? Like I, I think they law. did it well and on uh, John Carpenter's it, it, Vampires. It's still you know? campy. Oh, my God, yeah. The way they set you that like up. That with all the, I do. I uh, I didn't much. There was a little too much camp at times, but there was so much violence wow. in it. I'm surprised you that like that. It's John Carpenter. I, I love it. It's John Carpenter. I like I everything it. John Carpenter does. I don't Ghost love it, but I like it. What's Ghost that? Uh, that one I did not like, but I still I can, think I own. I can watch because it. Because it's John like Carpenter. Oh, this is exciting. See, he has eaten his damn fruit. Yep. So this is the rescue of Charlie from the room where he's yep. kind of locked and, and up with Amy. Amy, yeah. And Amy is yep. in her infancy of like showing symptoms of uh, turning into yep. a vampire. The teeth is starting. To it's show. crazy. They really did put her through in probably like five different transformations. Transformations, absolutely. Uh, they broke some boundaries. That's what I always like about vampire movies. Everyone's pushing the lore forward, even though some people deviate where it is far from it yeah as long as someone like evil ed tells you hey this is the case yeah at least we have an uh um parameters so, and others are others scream at you uh garlic don't work boys <laughs> they just throw you in the tub <laughs> what, all right honestly what do you put this to that movie i love lost boys okay i watched it with my cousin marie for the first time you, she you rented have a top it hundred Jackson. which one's higher what's that you have a top hundred which, which one's higher me and what you have a top hundred. Oh, a top hundred. Which one's higher? Uh, Lost Boys. I don't even think it's on top hundred, to be honest. Okay, that's all. But it, but it's probably on the top two. Where's this in yours? Uh, this is high up on mine. It's. I don't yeah. kind of uh, rate them after number ten. They're just kind of on the top hundred. 
okay. list. So your top ten, it's not on there. It's not in my top ten, but it probably is, is it, my is top. Close? Is it close once in a while? Uh, it's probably in my top thirty. I would say. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the I death of Billy Cole, man. Awesome. So awesome. he shot him in the head first. The first shot was in the head. Yeah. yeah. This is a great scene too. Charlie, it's interesting, like the them showing the successfulness of the crosses at sometimes mm-hmm. if you're really yep. showing faith and it it really works for charlie almost every time uh after the initial kind of when he's joining when he's meeting jerry for the first time mm-hmm. uh, the cross didn't work at all but when he's right. in his house here it almost always works exactly peter vincent's not as versed in it well, he, is, he doesn't have the faith in it no and now you hear the uh, creak the creaking footsteps billy it's cole billy coming back First oh, that smoke machine guy! Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm he back, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. See, I he got like, fifteen more basically pa- balls empties to use. the clip into Billy uh, Cole's chest yep. after shooting him in the head, and he just keeps coming and coming. Yep. I knew this would be a fun set of clips to talk about. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, here he goes. So his eye, dude. Look at his it's left eye. Had, yeah, it's already had a pop. It's really crazy what they decided to do. <laughs> it's ripe. But he's got like superhuman strength. You know, yeah. he is something for sure. Well, he's got like a, a partial uh, in- infection going. Yeah, you would think so that that's he's what a, they he's do. He's like, uh, what's his? R- r- uh, uh, like Renfield. R- Renfield. Renfield, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the originals. So that's all he is. And, and it does make oh, sense nasty. because most of these ghouls that work with the vampire have the promise that we're going to get change you someday. Exactly. Yeah. But until then, you're eating bugs. Yeah, this, he's being hazed, basically. Yeah. It's the fraternity yeah. of uh, vampires, yeah, if you will. 100%. Oh. oh, some really great effects, man. And it's Just all the cuts. You know, completely. they're cutting to the hands and the green yep. goose coming down. Every time they cut to the face. There's more pieces falling off. Yep. It. Literally, the bones are falling off. And turning all the way until, like, dust. Yep. The bones just literally turn to dust in front of you until ultimately this juicy-ass... Skull. Head of a skull falls back on the ground. <laughs> uh, I love that little falls extra element that the stake that was in Billy's chest fell on the ground yeah. with all the bones. Yeah, me too. It was really, really neat. That was actually heavier than the rest of them. Should we talk about how amazing of a stained glass window they had at the top oh, of I that know. fucking thing? I know. I mean, this was, I don't it's like know. church quality. This is awesome. This uh, is an awesome scene. So they're in the room now, and yep. Amanda Bierce already has the wig on, the full set of... Uh, and right behind Peter, who's looking out the window, comes... Yeah, Jerry it's interesting Dandridge. that we get to see Jerry floating. Yes. You know, it's not straight up flying, I guess. Like, it is flying, but he's he's just floating outside the window in human form. Mm-hmm. Because he can, at any point, obviously turn into a bat, and he does soon. Yeah. Uh, he's just playing. Oh, and yeah, him outside Fuck, waking her up, man. Yeah. This was always Wake. a clever. This was a clever thing that we didn't get to see in many har- uh, vampire movies. Do you remember anyone willing somebody to wake up from uh, uh, like becoming a vampire? The, you've seen the one. From I'm not about, sure like, we've seen somebody like go through their changing process uh, much like she is. You know, you've seen the Lawrence Olivier one, the one with um, uh, the guy from Ninth Gate. Oh, uh, yeah, the guy who played Nixon in Frost Nixon. Uh, Frank Langella? Yes. yes. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that. The Frank Langella one? Oh, wait, maybe I'd have seen the Frank Langella the one. The one? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's, yeah, yeah. That's on par with this as I was as confusing it with the uh, George Donald... Harrison one. <laughs> who? The George Harrison one. There was a comedy he had did oh, really? back in the 80s. That no was shit. a vampire comedy. Okay. That one's got uh, Donald Pleasance. 
Yeah, I'll uh, have to check that out again. I know. I think I, I'm pretty sure I have it. This is what happens with doing commentary uh, and. Uh, see, Amanda Beers looks great here yep. too, and her. I think she's probably already wearing the breastplate, but other than that, the mouth is not uh, similar. Right. But her hair is definitely crazy long. And there is in the and window. Jerry Dandridge has at least four or five different stages of vampire in him too. Yep. Well, he has this the scene in the uh, the bedroom too. Earlier. Yeah, in the bedroom too, which is, yeah, it's definitely not what he is now. It's it's more Chris Sarandon just tweaked right now. Yep. It looks like him, but it yeah, his cheekbones and maybe his mouth. He's definitely got an application yep. in his mouth. Too. Well, his eyes too. Yeah. The nose, actually, the nose too. I think. Oh, this is one of Peter Vincent's or Roddy McDowell, I should say, his best, best deliveries. Scenes. I love it. Uh This is when he, you know he has the power. This DVD looks pretty great on your TV. Uh, TV probably you helps. Rewatch it with the Blu-ray, and you can really tell how gorgeous yeah. it's going to look when you get it. Uh, all those Twilight Time Blu-rays have uh, isolated movie music scores, so you can just listen to the scores. Inside the Remo Williams yeah. series? Yeah. Somewhere? Cool. It's awkward when it's not playing, though, because it's just silent. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So it's good if there's a constant music going through the whole movie. Yeah. But. That, that teeth are awesome, man. Oh, on yeah. him. So he's got full teeth. He kind of goaded Peter Vincent in to try harder. You yeah. know, he put his yeah. cross out. You have to have faith to use that thing on me. Yep, for that to work on me. Look at those contacts. They are huge, oh, dude. Oh, God. Yeah. They look painful as hell. And his eyes moving around. Those are the most effective ones, though. Those those uh, hard uh, those hard lens ones. You can tell that they're enveloping your eye. So yeah, he's got like, and I love the I fact that he has eyes, what would you say like fifty clocks set up in his living oh, room, yeah. and you're he, like, this guy must love clocks. But he obviously, knows how imperative it is that he gets back in that coffin. Yeah, right of time. Yep. Oh, that's a great line. You have run out of time, Mister yep. Dandridge. And it's great sunset coming up the uh, the back too. But yeah. obviously, just pretty. Oh, here we go. I love that we first see the vampire bat in like shadow, then in animation, mm-hmm. and then as like Real a life. puppet. Yeah, and one of the coolest puppets, dude. Yeah. Uh, the fact that they used practical effects on that mm-hmm. really just—that's 1985 done well, man. And now it's just Peter Vincent and his damn self selling it, you know. Yeah, I agree. But it's so juicy, man. <laughs> That should be a figure and a puppet, if anything else. He has those teeth at the front that are just jutting onto him. Yeah. I always thought that should have really affected him, you know? So the, the bat just bit Charlie's wrist full on. Oh, yeah. You, you would think that, that that could have turned him or at least done some sort well, of damage. I guess it's not one, fluid the, exchange. They're going with the neck in this. They're, they're really going hard for the neck. Yeah. I guess it depends what your lore is. Oh, now they're going to the basement. That's one thing I don't like about vampire movies. It's always the lore is always so different. It is. It's different. Some it's, it's, some all agree that yep. we're gonna go by this. Dude, they but. did a friggin' blood transfer in your dark. Come on. Yeah, that is fun, man. It, no, it, it, it works. Is, but that's why I'm always up for it, especially now when th- everything has been done already. You kind of yep. have to think outside the box for it to just keep interesting. Like I know the, well, the two zombies. Oh wait a minute! That's I think like uh, let, let Me In is probably the last oh, great one, so and I like the original too. But the uh, yeah, uh, I don't want to read. Oh, this one it's true, uh, but this one was so good. That's though. the Batman director. That's Matt Reeves. 
Oh, is it really? Yeah, and it's dark. That's yeah. what Batman uh, reminds me of. It's that, like that movie me, was incredible. It's so good. I try to introduce everyone to this. The, uh, uh, the, now the movie can the, really the father begin. Uh, Richard Jenkins. Yeah. Oh, he's so good in that. One of yep. Richard Jenkins' best movies. Yep. So now Amanda Beers is pretty much full on. Pretty much full on. The mouth is not there yet. Oh, no, yeah. this is actually the sexiest she she's been. Not until she turns her head. Not until Charlie pulls this cross on her and she, so she's she turns a, her head. Uh, breastplate going on? Yeah, she's got the breastplate going on okay. now. And and it's under like the thinnest of shirts. How, they they wanted how to How embarrassing sh- is that for a woman though? That sucks. Well, they wanted to give her like those are obviously a lot bigger boobs. I understand, but I think it's fun that she brought it to the con. <laughs> so great. Obviously it didn't affect her too much, so that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah, so she's she's full on just trying to come on to Charlie, and it's working. I mean, Charlie's probably never looked at her the way he's looked at her right there. Right. Uh, but he ends up begrudgingly holds that cross up. Uh, and this is like full on close up of it, dude. The camera is just off to the side, and then the camera slides, slides over, across. and it is the scariest. She, she's got her freaking hair stuck in all the saliva that she's got going. Uh, on. Oh my god! And then she's she like gnarly. she's chopping at the yeah. At the, uh, at the furniture to get to him. Her mouth is ginormous. It's like elongated. She could at fit the a end. football in there. Oh, it's so crazy. The slive on her chin. They really built on that image for number two. They worked in, that into a lot of the uh, yep. the stuff. Yep. So now uh, Peter yep. Vincent's literally having to like uh, chisel away the lock on Jerry Dandridge's uh, friggin' Coffin. casket. Ah, don't look away. Charlie can handle himself. So yeah, Peter uh, looks away for one second, and Jerry Dandridge kind of gets up. And now it is this. Oh, uh, he stakes up. him. He stakes yep. him right in the heart, just like that. Isn't that one of the Salem's laws? Like maybe the second when he sits up sits like that. Up like that. Maybe the second one, and they, they must have had him on like a dolly and just kind of yeah. lifted him up yep. like that he just because he just went up. straight up. He I know pulled I can't do that. That thing out of his freaking chest, man. She's so proud of him. Uh, so I forgot that Jerry is the one who did it first. He threw the stake that was in his chest to the yeah, window, and stupid. that's what kind of revealed the light in the first place. It's stupid. He's he's lucky that uh, she's kind of lucky she stopped Charlie when she did because it, she would have been killed by this light. Yeah. The only reason she yep. didn't get killed by this light is Jerry died first. Right. You know. So. And it, it's crazy. It's good that they got uh, Amy back. It was kind of fun. Oh, he knocked her out. That's what happened. That's interesting that she mm. could be knocked out. Yeah, right. You She's know, a being a vampire. Note to self, kids: some vampires you can knock the fuck out if you hit them hard you, enough. Just in the hit head. Him on the top of the head. That soft spot. <laughs> That's just like a baby. <laughs> the fontanel. Aim for the fontanel, kids. <laughs> you know what it's called? <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yes. The soft spot. It's called the fontanel. <laughs> I should know that. Uh, learn something every day, kids. Yep. Oh, and they're breaking all these lights down, man. Oh, then it's going to bust right into this puppet, man. I love it. This light's going to pour through. He's going to know where to go, man. No. It's all I love how they cut the music awesome. right here. Yeah. Oh. They cut the music he right when he gets coffin. to the casket. Yeah. I. See, he's he's scared. Jer- oh, the laugh. Jerry Dandridge's downfall is that he took too much time to relish, you know, yes. in life <laughs> or in death to kill Peter Vincent because he should have just killed him right there. But Charlie had time. 
Oh, oh. He pulled that one big slab off the window, and it just sends Jerry flying. All the way back, flying on Flying fire. up against that wall, man. Yeah. Oh, and it just melts his face. He gets to tackle It's Andy. a fact that you better get this on uh, film because it's you only got like one shot at this. Yep. And it just melts away on camera. So good. And it's just a cool puppet. And then yep. they're using wind stuff and obviously digital fire, bad digital yeah. fire, but it, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter because you have 85. that you have that live action puppet that's kind this of like wiggling all over up, the though. wall. You don't have anything like this back in eighty five. No. No. No, for sure. I mean, probably the best was the thing. 82, oh. 82 is the thing, but oh that was God. like a freak in nature. That, that's unbelievable. Yeah. There's nothing that matches that even now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I agree with that. John Carpenter is effing uh, Well, incredible. that's uh, what's-his-name that did the, the effects for it. Uh, um, uh, uh, Ridley? No, not Ridley. Uh, no. Uh, I know who it is, too. Yeah, I know who it is. He was young when, he did, uh, when he did that movie. And someone told me I should have some puffs. Ah, so good. Yep, that's it. That's all we got? That's all we got, man. Yeah. All right. Cool. Here, why don't you give it a pause? Uh, so, yeah, that is Fright Night, and that's kind of how it goes right in the ending. I love that she just completely tr- turns back to normal after that. So. Yeah. And it leads really well into number two. Absolutely. So, Which I'm going to see again. So final, final thoughts about Fright Night, man. Awesome movie. It needs fucking toys. That's the moral of this story, people. Uh, 100%. And I like toys. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to find toys... Come visit Eric at what's the uh, the plug for the address? The Emporium of Retro and Interesting Collectibles in southeastern Massachusetts, and we got all sorts of TV in the background here because ignorance going on. Yeah, Eastern Mass. Eastern Mass. Eric will hook you up. Always do. We got some uh, great episodes coming up. Um, me and Justin got some uh, exciting ones, and uh, me and Dave. I'm trying to think which me and, me and Dave are going to do. Oh, me and Dave are actually going to do Remo Williams. Oh, uh, perfect. And so we got that coming up That's soon. That's name. And me and uh, Justin, I know we're going to uh, talk about uh, Monster Squad. Oh. And uh, we're, I think we're going to talk about They Live. And, really? And, uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. Damn. Is, see, you got to come down there, man. You have to talk about these movies. Yeah. They need more. They, these are all movies that are obscure enough for the average moviegoer. But if you're a, uh, a fan back in the day, you should these should be your bread and butter, man. But Yes, absolutely. Uh, I, I love highlighting all these flicks, so definitely stick with us. If you want to uh, give us a shout-out, or a uh, like, you can uh, do so on SoundCloud or iTunes, our two platforms. If you want to hit us up through email, fascinatedfilms at gmail.com, or you could uh, visit us on Facebook where we put all our cool photo collages on, or you could uh, shoot us a message on there to either me and Justin, we'll get back to you, tell us what obscure horror movie is your favorite. But until next week. Hold on, hold on. Oh, you got a good one? Facebook. The Emporium. Check out some shit on there. I got some. I got. I got toys. I got toys. You got toys. You do have a great Facebook page. We should pimp your Facebook page before we go out. Before we cut out of here, because Eric posts daily videos that will tell you everything. All the cool stuff. All the cool stuff that comes in like daily, right? Yeah. Yeah. Every day. Daily and sometimes twice daily. Two or three times. It's one of my favorite things on Facebook. So I'm glad you stopped. Saturdays are incredible on there too. Yep. Like all good stuff coming in. Everything. So yeah, yeah. And if you got cool stuff, go, go sell it to Eric too. I like you. I like, you'll I like, instantly I like become toys. part of that video the yes, next day. Yes, toys are good. <laughs> the money's toys. I like yes, it. Yes. All right. Well, until next week. See you later. Hey, where are you going, pencil dick? Oh, <laughs> home. <laughs>